Welcome to the Recovery Lifestyle Podcast, a Christ-centered recovery show where we discuss the habits, mindsets, and tools that will help you live the recovery lifestyle. We believe that if you regularly do the work by reading the Word, showing up at recovery meetings, getting engaged at your local church, and giving back through service, that you will build a stronger relationship with Jesus and experience the freedom that comes from lasting sobriety. Please join myself, Chris Decker, and my co-host, John Rizzi, as we serve as your virtual recovery coaches through Season 2, featuring monthly recovery challenges, inspiring testimonies, expert guest teachings, and the raw, real-time recovery journey that we go through each and every day. To help us reach more people, please subscribe and leave a review. And for now, enjoy today's episode. Hello, gentlemen, and welcome to the Recovery Lifestyle Podcast. My name is James Lent. I am a grateful believer in Jesus Christ who has struggled with uh, addictions, uh, including a 40-year-long heroin addiction, sex addiction, and several other things that have been a struggle for me for a long time. Uh, I want to start off with a little prayer. Uh, Lord, we just come before you right now and we want to thank you for this time together. I pray that you would bless our listeners and just lead me along, Lord, to share your heart uh, with them. In Jesus' name we pray. So I want to maximize our time here today by uh, give you a little update on what's been happening at the Recovery Lifestyle meetings on Monday nights in Elisa Viejo, California. We have uh, been diligently committed to revising the Recovery Lifestyle program and to uh, uh, tailor it to a 16-week program that includes coming out of denial, admitting our sins and faults and character defects, admitting those things to God, admitting those things to ourselves, and admitting those things to our uh, brotherhood community. Uh, James 5.16 says, Confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. For the fervent, effective prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Also, um, uh, in in First John chapter one verse nine, John tells us to confess our sins. We confess our sins. He, meaning God, is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So uh, that's really step one. Uh, that's going to be a few weeks, probably three weeks. Then we're going to move into. Uh, uh, several weeks of addressing the issues associated with the dysfunctional belief system. And we believe that a lot of our character defects uh, and decisions are rooted in our belief system, whether good or bad. Uh, that is addressing the, the issues associated with a dysfunctional belief system through transformation. Romans 12, Paul writes, and he says, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you will offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, which is your reasonable service. 
and be not conformed to this world, but rather transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you might know what is his good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. So the Lord is expecting us as men to follow his example and to redefine our belief system to coincide with his. And the only way that happens is by allowing, your choice is allowing the Holy Spirit to work in your heart and in your mind and in your life to drive you forward to know and understand the Lord. The uh, belief system problem is what we're working on now. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that uh, now uh, while we record. The, we begin to develop our belief system at a very young age. We're influenced by our parents. We're influenced by our other family members. We're influenced by it's on TV. We're influenced about what we hear at church. We're influenced by friends. And, and uh, right now it's social media and all kinds of different uh, influences that we uh, us succumb to as we develop our belief system. And the belief system is always going to either be going in the right direction or going in the wrong direction. It's never static. So uh, John and Jeff uh, have are really the ones that are writing the curriculum and done a, a wonderful job of addressing the issue of the dysfunctional belief system and how we can change those things. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. You know, at a very young age, uh, in my young teens, uh, I began to be taught that uh, the way to go was to use and sell drugs and to pursue women and to look out for my own interests above all above everyone else's interest. So as I came to develop these character defects, this belief system, over the course of the years, I began to use heavily use drugs, alcohol, chasing women, partying became uh, my lifestyle. And at one point, I even um, got some of my friends together and we created a rock group to uh, better uh, enhance the uh, pursuit of that lifestyle. So, of course, this goes it with me into my adult years, and uh, eventually I became uh, infected with hepatitis C from injecting heroin into my veins. And thankfully, several years ago, um, I was able to, to be cured of that, but not before some liver damage was done. And so it, it, my point though is, is in one way or another, always a, a counterproductive belief system, behaviors and attitudes are destructive. So I continue to develop, uh, all kinds of bad behaviors and addictions things that I thought were satisfying me, which were actually really destroying me. 
So I never considered I was sinning. I didn't know the Lord. And I just figured I was just enjoying my life and getting out of it what I wanted. And I didn't care uh, who would affect it. So a lot of people were hurt. A lot of people were rejected. Uh, a lot of people definitely uh, uh, didn't like or appreciate the things that I had to say or do. And, and frankly, uh, I really didn't care. So with uh, just the exception of a few friends, I moved uh, into my adulthood with just a few people that were willing to put up with me. And uh, I never really connected with people or anyone on a deep or sincere level because I was always high or uh, angry, uh, disillusioned, ungrateful, oftentimes hateful, vengeful. And, and honestly, most of the time, lonely and always looking for what was going to be the next thrill. So what happened in 1991? I came to the Lord who led me uh, through a 30-year wilderness where he began to work on me to correct my dysfunctional belief system and eventually set me free. Unfortunately, during those 30 years, I uh, lost a lot of relationships. I lost my house. I lost my family. And uh, it wasn't until about four and a half years ago when I met John and, and the other people at uh, Celebrate Recovery, which later uh, became our uh, s small recovery lifestyle group. It wasn't until then that I, I, I began to wake up. So, uh, you know, I met these guys, uh, including Christopher, who, of course, re records this podcast, and John, who has been your host of this podcast for uh, many weeks. Uh, I see these guys living the recovery lifestyle and enjoying the blessings associated uh, with making those recovery lifestyle choices. So these guys are living, breathing examples of uh, how that commitment to that lifestyle. And I believe that the Lord will restore me as well, which he has. The main reason I'm so passionate about this podcast is because really, guys, to be honest with you, I've literally been through it all. And every lesson that I've learned in this life, I have learned the extremely hard way. And my desire is to uh, share my experiences, have uh, other, have John come in occasionally and drop in and share his experiences. We can share with you what's going on at the Monday night meetings and uh, help you to know and understand uh, what is the will of God for your life? What is your calling? What is your anointing? What does the Lord want to do with you, for you, and through you here in these last days that we're in? So um, I have been uh, the quintessential example of a man who was a hearer of the word, but not a doer. And I was talking to Christopher this morning, and I was telling him about how 
for many years, people have always like patted me on the back for my knowledge of the word. But the reality of it is, in truthfulness, I was a I was a hearer, a studier, uh, and uh, a, a, an avid student of the word, but not a doer of the word. And uh, James says, he says, uh, be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. So a lot of times we think because we're going to church and we're, uh, you know, given to the poor or we're, you know, quote unquote, good dads or good husbands, but we're still uh, functioning in the realm of addiction, uh, uh, addictive compulsive behaviors, including uh, uh, smoking pot or uh, watching pornography or consuming massive amounts of alcohol or using pharmaceutical drugs beyond their need. So my, uh, what I'd like to do is help you to know and understand what God's calling and anointing is for your life and that you can see the value of forsaking anything that's going on in your life that has the potential to destroy you. And the, the, uh, some people think, well, I can control this. I have this under control. But to the reality of it is, if it's any addiction, you do not have it under control. And you're not. And if you think that you're doing it and you're going to be able to master it and conquer it, Without the power of the Holy Spirit in a community of brothers, I'm telling you right now, you're not. Because the longer you stay isolated, the longer you fool yourself into thinking that you're managing this, the longer you're going to stay in bondage to it. So I um, look forward to the coming weeks to uh, share with you uh, some of the things that I've been through that the Lord used to open my eyes. And um, just to encourage you to uh, understand what time it is, like prophetically, on the on the Lord's calendar of the uh, his prophetic calendar, that the these are not just the last days, but these are the final days, and I particularly believe in a pre-tribulation pre-tribulation rapture of the church and i believe that that could happen at any moment and jesus said pray that you would be ready when the lord calls his church home so the uh for those of you that may not understand or know what the rapture is the rapture is the next event on god's prophetic calendar and what will happen at that point is millions of people, millions of believing kingdom citizens, God's bride, Jesus's bride, will be raptured or taken away by force off this planet in what the Bible describes as in the twinkling of an eye. Uh, Dr. David Jeremiah just started a new uh, ministry. If you're not familiar with Dr. David Jeremiah, He's an excellent Bible teacher. Recently started a ministry uh, 
I'm not sure exactly what the name of it is, but it's something along the lines of in at any second. Uh, so he's starting to make uh, films and, and messages about the rapture and what exactly is it entails and how it will affect uh, the rest of the world when these millions of believing Christians go missing or are just immediately gone. So it's something that we need to be ready for, to know and understand what the Word of God says, to prepare your hearts for the kingdom life. And the way it works is the Lord will rapture his church. There'll be seven years of uh, what, we, what we call the tribulation period. Then there'll be a thousand year millennial reign of Jesus Christ on this planet. Read Zechariah. Read Isaiah, read the, 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 of the prophet Jeremiah, read Daniel, and you'll get a better understanding of exactly uh, what that's going to look like. So my message is for, uh, to help all you men become familiar with what the word says about the coming kingdom and how we can prepare to participate in it. And really, when you look at the Beatitudes, and, and Jesus said, blessed is the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. That's the very first step forward in knowing and understanding what is required by God. To be poor in spirit is to know and understand your need for God. That God wants to prepare you for your calling and your ministry and anoint you with the Holy Spirit in order to get that work done. You never do that on your own. You're going to need the help. So Jesus says, I will not leave you alone as orphans, but I will send the counselor and he will guide you into all truth. So we don't have to do this with uh, machoism. We don't have to do this with testosterone. We don't have to do it with uh, uh, liquid courage or any other such thing. We do what we do under the power of the Holy Spirit. And I speak to you today in the power of the Holy Spirit to encourage you to receive the calling of God on your life, to accept it, that the reality of it is this is the thousand-year millennial reign of Christ, what are we going to be doing there? We're going to be ruling and reigning with Jesus over this entire planet. And I'm not going to go into all the details of what that looks like, but we're under his authority. Everybody on the planet is under his authority during the kingdom age. And the people that are going to be there are the people that are under his rule and authority now. That you've made that choice in this life to put yourself under the rule and authority of Jesus Christ. So if you're under your own rule and authority, or you're under the rule and the authority of, of some other uh, party or entity, then you're not under the rule and authority of Jesus Christ. So my word to you today, is to prepare yourself with prayer, study the Bible, 
The Bible says, study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. It isn't something that you read a little devotional in the morning and go on with your day and then uh, uh, tuck your Bible up underneath your arm on Sunday morning and and go into the church and listen to a 45-minute Bible study, and that's enough. You need to involve yourself in what God's Word says. You need to make it uh, your, your, the, the focus in the, in the center of your life. Jesus said, whoever does not eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, that person has no life in them. And how do we eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood? is by consuming his word and, and the, the spiritual, the spiritual uh, uh, understanding this, that we are spirit. God put within us, uh, or put, God's given us a soul and a spirit and a body over the top of it. So the, uh, uh, who we really are is our soul and our spirit. And that's what the, the Lord wants to develop. So uh, a lot of us guys are uh, completely committed to developing the physical body. And there's nothing wrong with that. I believe that uh, as God's uh, uh, stewards of our bodies, that we need to be taking care of our bodies, but not at the expense of uh, knowing the word studying to show thyself approved unto God, workmen who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So encouraging you to, uh, like I, I quoted the verse from Jeremiah 2, 9, God says, let him who boasts, boast about this, that he knows and understands me that I am the Lord or I am Yahweh which is his name, just like my name is James. The difference, though, is my name is a, is a, a, pro, a pronoun, and uh, his name is a verb. It's a very interesting. And as you study yourself, study to show thyself approved, you will be blessed beyond all measure. So I want to wrap it up t- with you today just to encourage you to uh, maybe listen to this podcast a few times and uh, know that I'm with you, that John's with you, Christopher's with you, that that the men at the Recovery Lifestyle Group on Monday nights at Elisa Vale, California, we pray for each and every one of you every day. And uh, we want to be involved in uh, helping you develop and, and understand your calling and your anointing in your ministry, whether it be just to be a great father and uh, uh, a an, an absolute example in the community, or whether the Lord wants to call you to do something else here in these the the the, the final uh, of these last days. So uh, I'm going to pray real quick, and then uh, I'll see you next time. Lord, we just come before you right now. We thank you for this time together. I pray, Lord, that, uh, you know, each and every person that listens to this podcast will be blessed and that they would, Lord, uh, turn their lives, turn their addictions, turn their uh, 
desire for pleasure, whatever it is, Lord, that's keeping them from you, Lord, from keeping them from really coming to know and understanding you, that you would give them, Lord, just a sense of urgency to sweep those things aside and to focus on you so that they can discover what real life is all about, that life in Christ. And it's in his name that we pray. Amen. Hey, you made it this far in the episode. I'd like to congratulate you because to me, that shows that you're taking your recovery seriously. If you'd like to reach out, please visit recoverylifestyle.com. You can use the contact form to submit a prayer request, give us ideas for future episodes, or simply to just share what's on your mind. We would love to hear from you. If you really are enjoying the show, what would mean a lot is if you could subscribe and leave a review. That will help more people find the Recovery Lifestyle Podcast.